Welcome to the weird world of oddities. What do you have? It's the thing that, like, nightmares are made of. Oh, that's the stuff that dreams are made of. I have the uh, earthquake device up here. Did he just say earthquake device? I like the sound of that. It is an Edison talking doll. <laughs> Man, this is the original talking doll. Produced over 100 years ago by Edison. It's incredibly rare. So what do you got here? It's pretty massive. Take a look. Oh, oh my god. Obscura ain't your grandmother's antique shop. <laughs> Whoa! Well, unless your grandma's a bit of a kook. Is that a straitjacket? I'm Mike. And I'm Evan. We've, We've spent, spent our, our entire, entire lives, lives collecting and dealing. Hunting and picking. To get this business down to a science. This is Oddities. How you doing? Hey, how are you guys? I just ask if you have any questions. I have something that's uh, really freaky and really big and gross, and I think I think Obscure's gonna be really into it. What do you have? It's dead, and I'm glad it's dead, but I don't want it. I'm hoping to get some cash for it. Is it like rotting, molding? It's not rotting or molding, but it's like, it's it's the thing that like nightmares are made of. You know? Uh-huh. That's always okay. nice. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's a vampire bat. Aww. It's not a nightmare at all. That's the stuff that dreams are made of. It's, it's really quite wonderful. I wouldn't want to run that thing flapping around. What makes you think it's a vampire bat? The giant teeth. Vampire bats attack livestock. Cows and they attack goats. I mean, they're considered a pest. The bat itself only eats like, like a teaspoon of blood. It's a little nick. Yeah, it's you a can tiny thing. barely feel it. Vampire bats consume about half of their body weight and blood per feeding. And their digestive system is so quick that a few minutes after feeding, they're urinating and defecating on their prey. The only thing is, vampire bats are quite small. This is gigantic. They're microbats. They I mean, only have a wingspan of about eight inches. I mean, maybe the size of that wing. As a longtime member of BCI, Bat Conservation International, I can say it looks like a leaf-nosed bat because it has that long upturned nose, but Honestly, there are 1,250 different species of bats out there. Wow. And it's really impossible for us to determine exactly which one this is. So, would you buy this, or? It's a really, really cool bat. I mean, we'd love to have it for the shop. Um, the only thing is, I can tell you right now, it's not a very old piece, and it's not really worth a ton of money. We could do maybe 75. That's great. Yeah, that All sounds right. awesome. Thank you. How you doing? Hey, how you doing? Any questions, feel free to ask. Sure. I'm coming to Obscure because I'm looking for something unique for one of my projects, and I think if anyone can help me, they can. I am a steampunk artist and designer. Okay. That explains the hat. And goggles. Steampunk is a really cool art and design movement that combines Victorian-era machinery and design with modern function and living. So what kind of stuff do you design? Well, I take modern technology and electronics and I put it into Victorian period objects. And I have a project that I want to do for a gamer. I want to come up with some sort of steampunk uh, gaming device, a controller, box, something that they can interact with. Maybe like medical quackery. A lot of these devices, you know, they vibrated, they shocked, right, they right. shaked. So you, you want like an old piece of medical technology that would be activated in the game? Well, I'll give you a little example of what I do. But this is an interesting oh. piece. Yeah, it's a little like a magneto or a little generator. Right. 
it would be in an antique phone and you would generate the electricity for the bell by right. doing some cranking. Uh, so now we have a little charging station here. Oh, Does this really work? It's a cell phone charger. It's a cell phone amazing. charger. So I use this uh, for my phone all the time. I came to you for inspiration, and uh, I'm inspired when I actually see the object. Hmm. So find something intact and functional. Okay. Sure. Wow, that's so, a tall order. There's a lot of Victorian-era quack medical machinery out there, but it's really hard to come by, and it does not come cheap. And to find a piece in working order is, is really, really rare. Well, what's your price range for something like this? For the right item, uh, my budget's uh, up to a few thousand dollars. Yeah, okay. Sounds doable. The search begins? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Uh, you need some help with that? Yeah, that'd be great. What do you got here? Well, it's, uh, it's pretty massive. It is a big box, yeah. Take a look, or? Yeah, let's open it up. Oh, oh my god. That's, that's gigantic. That, man, that, that's really crazy. Cool, right? Need some help bringing it inside? Let's do it. I collect uh, skulls and bones and, you know, whatever other kind of oddities I can get my hands on. Do you know what kind of critter it is, or? I have no idea what it is. Could be some sort of dinosaur. Right. Some sort of fossil. Do you have any ideas? Well, it's, I can tell you right now it's not fossil. It's bone. If this was fossil, it would be solid rock. It would weigh a lot more than this does. Okay. So that would rule out dinosaurs. But it could still be quite old. There are animals that were around 10, 15, 20, 25,000 years ago, like, like the mammoth, um, mastodon, stuff like that, which are not fossil. They're still bone. This thing has quite a few holes for, for teeth or tusks. So it's possible it's something ancient and extinct, but I just don't know. I can't believe Ryan isn't here for this. I really want to buy this skull, but, you know, he's our resident bone expert, and, you know, I'm not going to make this guy an offer till he checks this thing out. Yeah, I'd really like to show this to, to our friend Ryan that we work with. I'd like to get his opinion. Yeah, that would be great. I'll call you next time he's in. Awesome. Uh, I have the uh, earthquake device up here. Did he just say earthquake device? I like the sound of that. Does the earthquake box actually work? Let's fire away. This is Oddities. Earlier today, Caleb came in with this gigantic animal skull. And of course, I love the thing. But I really want a second opinion on this thing before I make the guy an offer on it. So I asked Ryan to stop by and share some of his extensive bone knowledge. Do you mind if I maybe just take the top off so I could nah, see nah. what the uh, mandible looks like? Yeah, you can see where there used to be tusks. Um, they're really, really quite massive, uh, especially the ones that would come out of here. Uh, these other ones are just smaller teeth. One of the instant giveaways, if you notice, the eyes are very, very high on top of the head. Hmm. I'll give you a hint. Okay. There used to be a game in the 80s, uh, Hungry Hungry. Ah, uh, no it's a hippopotamus. This is a hippopotamus. Awesome. One of the cool aspects about hippos is that they spend most of their time in the water. Uh, and you can see their eyes and their ears and even their nose is, is all centrally located to the top of their head. And one of the reasons is that they get sunburned incredibly easy. I also read once that they will only poop in water. <laughs> <laughs> Judging by the patina of this skull, I can tell that it's 20 and maybe 50 years old or so. It also has some pretty bad cosmetic damage to the top of the skull, as well as some pretty bad tooth loss. Ballpark, what were you looking to get? Thousand? Mm. I mean, that's close to what we'd probably get for it. Well, what do you guys think? 
350? Yeah, something in that range. Do four on it? Um, yeah. Yeah, 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 we can do four. four. I think we'll be fine. I think that's fair. Excellent. We've been on the hunt for a Victorian-era quack medical device that could be used as a steampunk video game controller, and now we have a lead on a collector upstate who may have just the piece we're looking for. Hey. How hey. you doing? You guys found us. Good to see you. How are Evan? You? Mike. Nice How are you? I'm Cliff. Come on in. Wow. Great place you got here. Thank Amazing. you. I've been an antique picker for about 30 years, uh, just collecting weird, strange, and interesting stuff. It's an addiction. There's a sea grave. That's, That's pretty neat. When somebody passed away, they would tie a rope from that to the body bag and go off the side of the boat. <laughs> wow. and that wood was called an iron wood, so it would take the body down uh -huh. a good right. 20, 30 feet so you didn't see any shark activity. This is all really beautiful stuff in your collection. You said you had a Victorian era quack medical device. But down in the basement, you wanna go check it out? Oh, you oh, bet. Please. All right, let's go. There's a lot of stuff down here. It's a little bit crowded. Wow, huh. Yeah. Uh, I have the uh, earthquake device up here. Did he just say earthquake device? I like the sound of that. Dr. Braddington from uh, South Carolina had discovered that uh, whenever there was an earthquake, it released ions into the atmosphere. So he developed this device to actually kind of like suck in these ions. And then once you had them contained inside here, this here would go around your wrist. Right, it's got like a metal contact. You could zap yourself or somebody with them and it was supposed to cure all of your maladies. <laughs> Wonderful quack medicine right there. <laughs> Converting ions from an earthquake to electroshock therapy, nothing gets quackier than that. Does the earthquake box actually work? The, the, the real question is, did it ever really work? <laughs> <laughs> but no, definitely not. The batteries are dead, uh, and the cord is, is pretty brittle. Bruce was very clear about needing a working piece of machinery, and this piece isn't even close. We, we still have ways to go. Uh, I think we're gonna have to pass on the earthquake battery uh, medical device. No problem. This guy needs something that zaps you. I hear you. So far, we've been striking out. So I've resorted to look through the wanted ads. A guy up in Massachusetts, he's not a collector, but he said he has something in his basement that might be perfect for us. At this point, we're desperate. It's under the tarp. Huh. All right. It's a chair. It's a chair. Um, what exactly is it? It's actually used to treat intestinal disorders. How exactly would that work? You sit in the chair for mm -hmm. three to 10 minutes and it would stimulate your intestines and actually help with bowel movements. Does <laughs> someone shake it or something or is it? No, actually it's electrical, it's belt driven. It's actually oh, okay. a half horsepower motor. It'll vibrate oh, and shake up Oh, I see they're down. down there. Would somebody like to try it out? It's in full working order? Yes, it is. You feel like you hopping on board? <laughs> Rock, paper, scissors. Okay. One, One two, two, three. Snip, snip, snip. Paper. Okay. <laughs> Hop on board. <laughs> Man. I can feel it from here. <laughs> oh my God, so crazy. This chair is amazing. I mean, if Bruce could attach a, a joystick and make the chair's vibration part of the game, this would be the best steampunk video game chair ever. So what are you asking on this piece? 
I'm asking $3,000 for the piece. Um, I mean, we were hoping more something around like 18 or 2,000-ish. As rare the piece is, I think the best I would do is 25. Um, any more room? I hate to ask, but yeah. I'm pretty firm on 25. You know what? You have a deal, sir. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you yeah. very much. You're welcome. Hey, how you doing? I have something here that's uh, plenty old and plenty creepy. Okay. Wow. <laughs> Man. That yeah. certainly fits the bill. It is an Edison talking doll. Wow, this is the original talking doll. All the modern dolls, they say, you know, mama or whatever. This is the one that started it. It produced sound with a small hand crank phonograph and saw the doll. This thing was produced over 100 years ago by Edison, technology way before its time. Does this have the phonograph with it? It does not. Um, okay. I don't think very many of them do. It's super rare to find the mechanisms. They were very fragile, the photograph. Right. I mean, it was actually a little wind-up cylinder, a wax cylinder with a little mechanism sticking out. No spring or motor, so the, the child or whoever owned it, you know, and little kids don't really have that great coordination, them, yeah. had to turn it at the right speed. A lot of them broke. Uh, they didn't make too many. A lot of them got returned. The Edison doll was a miserable failure. They only sold a few hundred of these things. So to find one in this condition, or in any condition, even without the phonograph, it's incredibly rare and valuable. For Edison, not one of his high points. So would you be interested in something like this? Uh, we're definitely interested in it. Um, I mean, it's, it's above and beyond what we normally deal in. It's a little bit of risk on our side. I mean, it's a neat piece and it'll look great here, but most people coming in aren't looking for a doll like this. What kind of money are you looking for in this thing? I've done a little research and uh, I kind of feel like four grand or something like this. Right. Um, yeah, I mean, probably more somewhere in the two-ish range. Do you think maybe you could do three? Um, yeah, you know what, three, three's fine. I just, I just never find these things. Cool, so. thanks, appreciate Thank it, man. Thank you very much. Well, I'm in this doll for three grand. I hope I didn't just make a really bad impulse buy. But I do know a huge collector of Edison stuff. He may want this doll if he doesn't already have one. Come on in, Mike. How about I show you a little bit of the collection? Okay. I've been collecting what I call Edisonian for about the last 45 years, and I just find it fascinating that one man can do all this for the world. Light, sound, music, all the rest. This is incredible. Really, really yeah. insane. In a good way, of course. Well, you gotta be a little insane to get it out of hand like this, but it's well worth it. I knew Charlie had an Edison collection, but this is overwhelming. I mean, this isn't a collection, it's, it's an obsession. It's like a museum in here. This is special. This is really an amazing amount of looks like it. Wow, what the? This is one of the very first jukeboxes just after the turn of the century. This is insane. Twi 24 this cylinders. You put a coin in it, turn it on. It has a horn coming out the top. There can't be many of these out there. There's only three known. Amazing. This has got to be one of the nicest things I've ever seen. Literally, this is Thomas Edison's cane. What he walked with? Yeah, it came out of his house. Wow. It was uh, given to me by a gentleman who worked for Thomas Edison. That's amazing. That's yeah. truly an amazing piece. Thank you. This guy's a really serious collector, and being that my doll is missing the phonograph, I really hope it's up to his standards. Do you want to take a look at the doll? Yeah, that's what I've been waiting sure, for. Sure, sure. A gentleman walked in with this. Hmm. Well, uh, it is missing her dress. Uh, it has to be restrung, and it is missing right. the mechanism. Right. But a lot of them were sold without the mechanism because they weren't very... Right. They didn't work very well in the beginning. Right.
But I actually have a reproduction one which somebody had made. Oh, really? Uh, if you want to hold this oh, for a second. Absolutely. Uh, here's actually what the doll mechanism looked like. Oh, okay. It had the horn, it had your little crank handle, and you bounce it inside the doll. Right, and this horn would basically be Right up here, that's why there. the little holes are in there. Here's what the record looks like. Very, very fragile. And those are wax? Yes. And when the doll gets mounted inside, the front has a little hole for the thing. And as you crank it, <laughs> very difficult for a little girl. You have to crank at the same speed. That's insane. This thing sounds horrendous. I mean, imagine that you spend two weeks of your pay, your kid's all excited, you're like, look what I got you, this dolly, and you, you wind it up, you play it, and that's what it sounds like? I guess that's why these things are so rare. Um, the hardest question and the next question is, what would you want for it? Um, I'd probably need somewhere around like four grand-ish. Well, uh, if it had a little bit more to it, you know, even a dress or the undercoat, or right. I don't expect the motor to be there for that price because right, they're right. really hard to find. Uh, I would probably go 35 for it. Um, could we split the difference, like 38? Would that work for you? You know, uh, I really, really like the doll, and uh, they've been always uh, one of the favorites and hardest to find of Edison's invention. Right. 38 is fantastic. I'll be more than happy to pay you that for the doll. Really Thank appreciate you, Charlie. it. Good deal? Excellent. Oh. <laughs> Man. We've been on the hunt for a Victorian-era quack medical device for Bruce's video game project. Welcome. Oh, hey, Mike. Doing? However, we paid a lot of money to get it. I really hope he likes it. Do you want to take a quick tour? I'd love awesome. to, yeah. I call this my steampunk Victorian pump organ command workstation. Basically what it is, it's a converted uh, Victorian pump organ that we made into a computer desk. I like your webcam. That's yeah. I like that. <laughs> Do you see this tunnel effect here? Mm -hmm. That's because the webcam is in this late 1800s brownie camera in the, in the bellows, and you're actually looking from inside the lens. This stuff's really amazing. I mean, your setup you have here is really quite impressive. I think you're gonna like what we turned up for you. I think right. it's just the right aesthetic for you. Let's go take a look Let's now. go. Okay. After seeing more of what Bruce does, I think there's a huge potential for a lot of return business from him. Uh, I really hope this thing's a home run. Let's see it. Ta-da! <laughs> what do you think? It, is that a torture device or a pleasure device? A little of both. It's actually a quack medical device. I can't even imagine what you're supposed to do with it. And this would cure whatever ails you. It gets the blood flowing, cures headaches, moves your internal organs around. It's really All pretty powerful. All the good powerful. stuff. You gotta feel it for yourself. You, Carol, take a spin. Okay, I'll have a, have a seat. Yes. Right now, hold those handles. Just relax. Expect magic. We'll uh, count down. Three, two, one. Uh, <laughs> I'm definitely feeling vibrations. Good, good, good vibrations. <laughs> so, what do you think? That's quite a ride. <laughs> I think I can use this. We had to run around quite a bit to find this piece. It wasn't easy. We had a couple dead ends, a few bad leads. Um, we're asking four grand on it. Um, I was thinking probably closer to the $3,000 range. Maybe, let's see, about meeting in the middle, $3,500. Boy, sake. Yeah, why not? Think you have a deal then. Great, sounds great. Thank you so much. Thank, Thank you. you very much. Okay. 
Getting this chair was a ton of work. And in the end, we probably didn't make too much profit on it, but you know, we did make a really good new business relationship with Bruce. And I'm sure the next time he's working on a project or needs something steampunky, he'll come down to Obscura.